We hope you guys enjoyed a very happy Thanksgiving. I know we did. Caleb, how's your turkey? How was my number one draft pick, by the way, if you guys listened to our Thanksgiving special? It was good, honestly. I mean, can't complain, you know. It's a traditional meal. Um, very American, you know. Very traditional. I think I do know if you say it a couple more times. But, you know, <laughs> you know, it's good. You know, you know, we got a good podcast for you guys today. We're talking nothing but college football baby we got some big scenarios coming up with usc tcu alabama ohio state and the rest of the top 15 we might do a little mock game of the top 12 teams getting into the college football playoff caleb shall we we got it it. with the great christmas music coming in how about it it's bowl season it's holiday season it's bowl season the two go together like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Let's get into it. Turkey and mashed potatoes. Um, let's just touch on the top four right now because yes. with the loss of Ohio State, Ohio State moved down to five. Yes, they did. Tragically for me. Happily for me. Yes. Honestly, I think, what was it, first or second week, I was talking about USC scenarios of them making it into the playoffs. What a time to be a Trojan. Honestly, USC is like the first example of what the tr- the transfer portal can do for teams now. USC was an eight-loss team, and you don't just like flip that around and go 11-1 and one the next season with recruiting, strictly. You know, it took transfers, Caleb Williams, Travis Dye, among other guys on USC, um, some guys that followed Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, obviously. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a Trojan right now. It's a really exciting time, and being in Southern California, you can kind of feel that atmosphere. But going into USC being in that fourth spot, which I'm going to say I'm a little surprised by it, considering that we didn't think a lot of stuff would happen. Maybe Alabama jumps that spot. They have a great chance of still making the college world playoff. But Saturday is a big day for Huge. four teams. Huge. Four teams. Two of them. USC and TCU, and the other two, Bama and Ohio State. Yes. Because what if, we'll just start off with the biggest scenario, what if they both lose? If they both lose, TCU is still in, I would say, just because they have the one loss on their record. And then when it comes to USC and Ohio State, it it really comes down to two things. It comes down to who has the better win, the more impressive win on the resume, and who has the worst loss. And Ohio State has both of those. Okay. Ohio State has a better win against Penn State. USC hasn't played a team ranked as high as Penn State was at the time, and they're still ranked high at number eight, I believe. It's like a win-loss situation for the Buckeyes. You know, they it have really a better is, win, yeah. but they also they have, have the worst loss at home. Yes, losing at home in the shoe to Michigan by that much—that is tragic. And honestly, like, if USC wins on, they play on Friday. If USC wins okay, on Friday. Friday then I think they're a lock. I think they are too. But if they but if they lose, it's very easy. And it'd be honestly really difficult to keep Ohio State out because look at who they lost to. They did lose at home by a lot to a really, really good Michigan team who's number two in the country right now, arguably number one. People say that they could see Michigan at number one ahead of Georgia. I saw that case too. And I was like, I, first of all, I thought, this is crazy. Why would Michigan be ranked number one? But with the resume they have in the past games, they have the best road win in college. They, they have right the now. best win in the country, period, by far. I agree. I mean, TC, I mean, Tennessee and Alabama's up there, but this is the best road win for sure. And looking at it now, 
I mean, we know that Michigan's going to be in because the Big Ten on the other side is an absolute joke. What do they yes. play? Purdue? Yeah, they're playing Purdue. That's why I'm excited. We'll go to this USC and UCLA coming into the Big Ten. Yeah. And they'll go on that. They'll probably go on the, the, the east side. And That'll make for some good conference yeah, championships. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'll have USC, UCLA on that side, and it'll be a good competitive Big Ten matchup finally without one of the two teams winning it on the on the west side. Yeah. No, it'll be a lot better conference championship. The Big Ten is going to be stacked. It's going to be nasty. Yeah, it's for sure. It's really going to be nasty. But if do you really think that if TCU loses, they're they still they're going to be in? Hundred percent. They're undefeated. Who? Let's see. Who they're they're going to get bounced. I really don't there's think an, so. Uh, there is an argument that they shouldn't be in it, even if they win. I was I was the person that argued for them to not be. I in. heard. Okay, you you made it low key, and then. Peep the higher ups above our pay grade. I saw it, it before they did. <laughs> I sure. saw it before mainstream sure you did. media. You went into the future and you did. But <laughs> no, saw- I think I think they stay in because they only have one loss on their record to a, a good Kansas State team. But honestly, it's really hard to see them losing. But if they do, but TCU this year has eight law eight wins that are yes by single digits. Yes, that- and that's Big Twelve. Yes. Granted, they play five. They've played five ranked teams. That's still that makes a difference for sure. And you got it. Goes back to who has the most impressive wins and who has the most were the worst losses out of this top six teams. And I mean those close wins. Granted, they're still W's, but I really think like the margin matters to the committee. But at the same time, like it's really hard to take out a one loss team and put in a team with say two losses like Alabama, or teams with less impressive wins like USC. Um, I, yeah, I just, it's really hard to see them getting bounced out if they lose. I think they're for sure getting bounced out. It's a, it, it'll be a who'd tough you, Who would you put there? Okay. Say TCU loses. Who's your top four? Ohio State. At, the four, you, at, at the four spot, and TCU move, moves and, to three. And Ohio State plays Georgia. You mean move USC to three? Yeah. And they play Michigan. And then have... That the, will be, I think, the best teams. I don't think Alabama should get in over no. Ohio State. They have two losses. They have, they have a loss to... They have okay. This is their most impressive win on the season. Is was, this Bama? Yes. Okay. This Bama's most impressive win on the season was at Texas when they were losing to a second, I think, second or third string quarterback. I know Quinn Ewers, Texas's starting quarterback, was injured, and they nearly lost that game. I think it went to overtime. Correct me if I'm wrong. Overtime, end of the fourth quarter. It, it came down to the wire, and that's their most impressive win is against a Big Twelve team that is not even the best in the conference by at all because kansas state and tcu are ranked way higher than texas yeah i'm looking at a tweet by uh pick six previews and this is the argument between ohio state and alabama and ohio state's best wins are number eight penn state on the road and very num- impressive win by the way and very number 19 which they won by double digits yes that's a very impressive win. and number 19 notre dame at the beginning of the year yes alabama's best two wins as you said number 21 texas and number 25 mississippi state yeah, and they've lost to Tennessee and Georgia, and it's just like those are pretty bad losses losing to conference opponents, both two conference opponents. Yes. That's really bad. Also, as you say that, Alabama's lost twice to the number seven and the number eleven teams. Yeah, in their conference, Ohio State has lost once to the number two, Michigan. Yes, no, that's what I'm saying. Like Ohio State definitely has the worst loss. But you got to look at who they're playing too. They're playing the number two team. They played the number two team in the country, 
And Alabama's two losses are to, you said, the 7th and the 11th yes. seeds. Yeah, it's just like, it's really hard to see Alabama getting in, even if TCU loses. And even if USC loses, I think it's really hard. I think, honestly, the team that has the best chance to get in is Ohio State. But their future isn't in their hands, obviously. Yes. They lost that when they lost to Michigan. It was, watching that game, it was scared play calling. And I saw this video. I can't. I forget to. I forget the credit of it. But Ryan Day isn't from Ohio. He's mm. from somewhere else. So he doesn't truly. I feel like he doesn't truly know the stakes of the game. I can't. I'm not gonna say I know it as well. But people from Ohio that are born Buckeyes when Woody Hayes was coaching that school. It's big, and your season is defined by the game. Exactly, and Harbaugh, he has so much riding when he plays against Ohio State because he couldn't get that win for a few he years couldn't there. couldn't get it win. Yeah, exactly. And now what, it's back-to-back years. They won the year before. Post-Justin Fields' era at Ohio State, they're 0-2. That's probably why you saw Harbaugh being less conservative with the play calling as opposed he to Ryan Day. He was gutsy. He was gutsy, and he, he saw J.J. You McCarthy freaking— You see one of the plays where the it was like 3rd and one. And the running back came in and then stopped and did a jump throw over I the saw tight that, end. Yeah, that was a disgusting pass, by the way. That was just a floating dive. I hated that. I hated it so much. But obviously, we stay unbiased up in here. <laughs> but uh, going back to TCU, I just can't get over the fact that you still think that they should be in. If they, they that'd lose. be their one loss. In the conference championship, that'd be their one loss. We've seen... That happened to Georgia. That literally happened to Georgia the year before. And you saw That's what different, happened. different, though. How is it different? Because it's... Cause TCU is not playing a number four team in the pack in the Big Twelve championship. They're playing Kansas State. Yes, oh, Georgia was playing Alabama in the in the SEC championship. Why there'd be it'd make no sense to throw them out of there when they when they barely lost to an Alabama team that year. See, it also depends on like the margin that they lose by. Like if Kansas State comes in and blows out TCU, not gonna happen. But if they did, then it's easy to put. What in. if TCU gets away by the skin of their? Okay, team? here's here's this here's this too. Is TCU losing in the in the conference championship to Kansas State? Is that a worse loss than Ohio State losing at home to Michigan? No. That's really what it comes down it's to. It's not a worse loss. It's the the loss against Michigan was a much worse that's loss. That's what I'm saying. I think that's really what it comes down to. And you also have to look at because USC would be involved in that if they move up you or down. You want to pick the best teams though in there. Do you think Ohio State's a better team I than think TCU? A hundred percent Ohio State's a better team than TCU. 100%. I think it's just really tough because like Literally, like obviously, the loser of that t- of that game was going to get bounced out of the playoffs between Michigan and Ohio State. We've been talking about that for weeks. Yes, and we've been anticipating it's, this it, game. It's for It's inevitable. Weeks. It's going to be like that for the next five years, maybe, because yeah. those yeah. are both top two teams with Harbaugh's recruits now in the system. Yeah, and they're going to be going at it strong for the next couple, three, two to three years, at least when JJ McCarthy is still at the uh, at the QB spot yeah, and under center. There's a five five star Ohio State quarterback coming in next year, so it's not like when Ohio CJ State, goes to the Ohio State's always rolling in five stars. That's what I'm saying. Honest. I mean, with the quarterback spot too, it's just they've been blessed with it. Yeah. But just because a team is undefeated doesn't mean I don't think they should be going to the college football playoff necessarily. We saw this with Cincinnati last year. They played they played slap teams. They played scrappy teams. They barely won. They went 13 and 0. They got smoked. Yeah, but also they're not Power 5. They're not, right? Oh, Cincinnati? No. no, they're not in a Power 5 conference, which I think makes a big difference. And um, 
yeah, it just comes down to like who they're playing, obviously. And Kansas State is not a bad team to be playing against in the championship. Um, I think it's just really hard to take a one-loss team and just bounce them out of the playoffs. Granted, Ohio State will also be a one-loss team. But, yeah, I, it, like I said, it really just comes down to which is the worst loss. And I think the worst loss is Michigan at, at Ohio State. Um, and yeah, and honestly, like, it's just really hard to see TCU losing to Kansas State. But I don't think they're going to. I don't, I don't think, I think they're, they're going to lose. either. But I think, obviously, if they win, then they have to stay in. Just because they're undefeated. No, yeah, they, they they will stand. See, here's the thing. Like we can go we can go twelve rounds with the back and forth. The best team should play. Oh, but they're twelve and zero. Yeah. It will never be perfect. People out there, perfect. it no. will never be perfect. Especially it's especially if a team's undefeated, it's really hard to say that they're it's really hard to say if an undefeated team is better than a team with a single loss. Like, it's really difficult. Can you remember a year in the cultural playoff? I'm looking at them right now of where both both one and four and two and three were good games. There's usually one that's just let's way go, more let's go Let's go to 2014-15 where you had Alabama playing Ohio State number and, one and, and four. And then did Oregon play Florida? Or, Oregon played Florida State and slapped, slapped them. them. Yeah. Oh, Alabama and Oregon State was Alabama and Ohio State was a great game. Yeah, eight game. Zeke Elliott, eighty-five yards through the heart of the South. Yeah, that was iconic. That's usually how it is. Like one of the bowl games are really competitive, and the other one is just not. And then that usually kind of makes. I'm looking at these, and you have Clemson versus Oklahoma, Alabama versus Michigan State. That was a bad year regardless. You had Michigan State in there. I remember that game. They got crushed. What was the year that Oklahoma played? What was Baker Mayfield's senior, junior year, whichever year he got drafted? Who did they play that year? In the, that was a Rose Bowl, That was I think. Oklahoma and Georgia in 2000. That was a great game. That was game. a great That was an all-time game. college football great game. Great game. Yes. I think Clemson, that's when USC played Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Mm. We all know how that turned out. <laughs> but yeah. we... That game was actually good. That and was such a good game, yeah. I'm I feel like no, the Clemson Al- the Clemson Alabama game. I don't remember that one. That this might have been the one year that that it might have been okay. Was that Trevor Lawrence's freshman year? Yes. Yeah. Cuz he's believe it or mar- believe it or not, he's the same he's the same grade as me. He's a grade lower than me. That's crazy. Yeah. Grade yeah. lower than me. He's in the NFL. I'm in my 5th year of senior. 5th <laughs> 5th year I think, senior. I think he's a What year did you graduate? I graduated high school in 2018. Okay. Because yeah, I, I remember watching him. No, he's the same no, grade, he's the as, same me. grade as me. Because yeah. Justin Fields is also graduated 2018 when he was on QB1. Yeah, because Trevor Lawrence is a year ahead of me. He same is. Same age as you. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, you can't really get it perfect no. with this. No. And that's why we have a 12-team playoff, ladies and gentlemen, in 2024-2025. Thanks and for the Rose Bowl. What I, what we want to do now is we'll kind of put into a mock of the for the top twelve playoff teams, and there's been there's been brackets put out. I sent it to you, obviously, where we gotta kind of get a script of what this playoff would be like. If you can't find it, go to ESPN College Football. It'll be right there. The first four teams get a buy here. Yes. So Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, as of now, get a buy. Where you have at the top matchup, Clemson playing Penn State, playing the and they will play the Georgia Bulldogs. Who do you like in that matchup? 
It's tough to say. I really haven't seen either of these teams play a lot this year, honestly. But just based off who Clemson's quarterback is, DJ Ugalele, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, from St. John Bosco, which is like literally right down the street from us. Um, All right, you don't need to get an autobiography on this guy. Hey, right? I'm, I'm a journalist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> journalist. Journalist. Um, I'm going to go with Clemson. You are? Yeah. I'm going to go the exact opposite. Just like you said, based on that quarterback, Ungalele has been terrible. He threw. He didn't even throw for 100 yards in the last game. I think I got, if Penn State is hosting this game, I think I got Penn State playing this game, and they're winning against Clemson. Yeah, that's tough. If they're hosting it, I don't think, what do you think the situation would be? Where do you? Where are they going to hold these bowl? Are I was they gonna literally, hold in the bowl game? I was literally just thinking that. I was literally just going to say, do you think this is going to be like uh, the higher seed is the home team? I, I mean, I think you it'll know. be. I think it will be bowl games. Yeah, I think so too. Because, I mean, college football is not going to get rid of bowl games when they have yeah. the playoffs. I don't know how you can't incorporate the Rose Bowl in there. It'd have to be games where conferences don't meet up, I think. Uh, we'll go across. We'll go down south where Ohio State plays Washington. Good grief. Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State with ease. I mean, they played him in the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. These, This was with... This was with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback, rest in peace. And yes. Ohio State got Ohio State beat him well. See, this is kind of like the issue with the twelve team playoffs. I know we talked gonna we have, touched on this a little bit. We're it's gonna have got these teams. We're gonna have teams like Washington, traditionally a pretty good football program. They're not doing terrible. No. The Pac twelve is honestly representing in the playoffs if this I agree. was if this was the scenario I agree. For this year. But um yeah, no, this is kind of the issue because we're going to have teams like Ohio State, the fifth seed, playing like a 12th seed like Washington, and that's just not even a game, to be real with you. And I know you agree with me on that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I don't know. I think it's going to be really exciting, and I think there's going to be some upsets. You know, I mean, hey, you look at MLB playoffs this year, like everyone has a chance to win, you know. Exactly. So I think it's going to be really interesting, but I also think, like we were just talking a few seconds ago about how, like, both bowl games and the college football playoffs traditionally, one is really competitive and super exciting to watch, and the other one is usually a blowout. Yes. And that's just between four teams. Yeah. Imagine with twelve teams, how like many like mismatches and how many blowouts are gonna be. But I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. But definitely in that game, I'd go Ohio State. And I know you would also. I saw this tweet where it went, since the college football playoff is increasing said congratulations to Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State for clinching the college football playoffs for the next No, five literally, years. literally. Because yeah. those guys, those cats are always going to be it. Let's put Michigan in there as well. Oh, for sure, yeah. No, that just benefits them insanely. Because, I mean, you know, look at this year. They're all, they would all be in it. And I'm exactly. sure if you go back like the last, probably even the last decade, if you had the 12-team playoffs, they would all be in there. I think it takes a little more stress off some teams too. Like not so. I think it takes a lot of stress off the committee. <laughs> Obviously. I think so too. But when it comes down to those twelve and thirteen spots, they can be really tedious. Hundred percent, yeah. Really tedious. But let's go into Utah versus Alabama. This is interesting. I'm still gonna ride with Bama in this one. I think so too. I, I think, think Utah's a tough team though. I mean they gave USC their only loss. Granted it was a one point win at home. Coming up tomorrow too. Coming up tomorrow, yeah, that's gonna be a really On good our release game. date. I think so too. It, Utah will give USC a run, a run for their money. You think they'll the give them some fits? I think so, 100%.
100%. But I got Alabama in this game playing TCU. Oh, woof. Oh, woof. If Alabama's playing <laughs> TCU with the three, yikes. We already. I think we already know the answer to that one. Dude. Yeah, and that would be if Alabama beat Utah the 11th seed and moved on yes. to play TCU. What about Tennessee and Kansas State, the 7-10? and 10? This is interesting, but I think Tennessee is a really good team. I mean, they beat Alabama. They've had some really good wins on their resume, playing in a really tough conference, obviously. Before you go any further, you got to remember, they're starting QB hookers out. True. Very true. Um, I'm still going to ride with Tennessee. I got I'm them by a the one. I got them by a, in a one-score possession. By a one-score possession? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I thought it would be close. Kansas State is, a, Kansas State is underrated. Do you think, um, you think TCU is going to beat Kansas State? Do you think do you think Tennessee's a better team? If they team? do, it's gonna be a one score win. Do you think Tennessee is a better team than TCU? This is the argument that I had a few weeks ago. Man, I was I was honestly I was rooting against TCU very very hard and Dang. like just dismantling them a few weeks ago, and I picked Tennessee, but I don't know. Looking at this, I think it could be tough because I don't know where Tennessee's defense. I don't think is very good. Let's honestly college football. Like, what defense is really great? Michigan's defense is pretty good, and Ohio State's is top ten. Traditionally, college football games are shootouts, though, especially like with conference. Well, we got last year with the Rose Bowl, Ohio State and Utah, where the defense just got left on the bus. No, literally, there was yeah. no defensive no, literally. effort at all. Literally, it was that's how the that's how the okay. me off. I take back what I said. That's not like traditionally college football games, but that's playoff games. Playoff games are usually just shootouts. I agree. Yeah. I can't remember the last time a game got held to under 25 points. No, yeah, literally. I bet there's a couple out there. I could there, be wrong. There are probably a couple out there, but those are also probably very lopsided games. I agree. So we'll go back to, what do you think? I mean, between Penn State and Clemson facing Georgia, who do you got there? Georgia. Georgia? Okay. Definitely. I yeah I I would say so I yeah Penn State might go soundly in my opinion. Clemson could also maybe put up more of a fight since they have more mi- city mileage in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what that's also what I'm saying about Penn State. I didn't realize how bad DJ was struggling this year, but traditionally Clemson's a very good playoff team. Obviously, with yeah, Trevor DJ, Lawrence's DJ struggling hella. Yeah, it's a problem. They need, I don't know why that man is still at quarterback. Hey, QB1, he took a sophomore. He took the senior's job as a sophomore. Oh, my goodness. Maybe he'll come back to bite him. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Um, <laughs> Ohio State, USC. We could go all day. We could go we all day. We could go all day. <laughs> Do we leave this one undecided? I mean, okay, let's think about this. If Link- if Lincoln Riley can actually be a whiz kid, I think he they can easily See, I think that's an unfair Ohio stigma, State. and I think that with the right program and the right guys – I think he's going to prove him wrong this year. You think that he's going to break if they make it the college football playoff scoreless even even the if, winless streak? Even if he doesn't, this year is a wild success for USC. I agree. I think it's going to be really – Georgia's obviously very talented coming off defending national champions. I think that USC is going to hang with them. I think USC's defense maybe is going to struggle against Georgia. Yeah, USC's defense is not good. I don't even see them on the top 50 no, board of total off- defense. No, their offense carries them. And Ohio State has a top 15 defense. But it's really like, would you rather face Caleb Williams or C.J. Stroud right now? 
That's true. Ooh. I think I'd ra- I I would much rather face Golly, that's tough. That's super tough. Just because Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams is such on a hot streak he's right now. He's on a super hot streak. And, like, yeah, just he's running away with the Heisman conversation. And I feel like even three weeks ago that wasn't the, the case. I don't know if he's running away with it. There's a lot of people who think that he's running away with it. Did you see in the game, in the game, Michigan-Ohio State, the Heisman odds changed middle of the game? Like, they favored Williams by minus 180. Yeah. They changed it in the middle of the game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe not the last three weeks, but the last two weeks, I feel like Caleb Williams got his – I mean, he's he was always kind of in the running, but, like, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were obviously the favorites for most of this year. And now there's a lot of hype around Caleb Williams. You know, he's he's honestly carrying that USC offense, and he has a super big arm, much better arm than J.J. McCarthy. So that's kind of where oh, I'm yeah. at with, like, Ohio State playing against USC. Um yeah, and he's a super like he's a threat to rush. Like he had three rushing touchdowns against Notre Dame. He's he's going off right now. Ohio State and USC's offense at five and six. Yeah, no, that's so interesting. It's it's, it's honestly it's a shame. It's gonna come down to defense though. It's a shame that they that is that's the that only reason. That's true. the only reason I have Ohio State because that's a separating factor. Because if you have. But Look at the it. same time, at Hold the on. same time, how, where was their defense against Michigan, though? Where was their defense? It's where we got beat by five long plays, and we were only down three points and seven minutes left in the fourth Yeah, quarter. but your secondary got left in the dust with J.J. McCarthy. And granted, they read the scouting report. They did. They read the scouting report of a 30% accuracy deep ball downfield. Yeah, but that's where Harbaugh's was, play. It was such an unorthodox game. I could not believe Donovan Edwards broke out two 75-yard-plus runs. That's just a lack on the defense on and making an adjustment. Yeah, and where's the safety? Nowhere to be found. Where are your it linebackers? Was, Nowhere to be found. Run, yeah. It was just a run offense, run defense. But yeah, USC Ohio State up there. I think USC has 64 total touchdowns versus Ohio State's 67. And you and earlier you're talking about like the the college football playoffs is really about the best teams. Yes. In your opinion, right now with Georgia at one, Michigan two, TCU three, USC four, assuming that they win their conference championships, are these the best four teams in college football, in your opinion? At that four? With everything it is now, assuming they win this weekend, are those the best teams in college football to you? No. Okay. You ha- I I still have to look at TCU, and P- and even TCU fans know that they need to win out, or they're not going to get in. But just assuming that they went out. You know what happens when you assume? <laughs> what? You make a... I'm <laughs> not going to say it. Me. Out of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is different, though. This is this is, this is is sports. <laughs> our entire, our entire podcast is about assumptions and hypotheticals. That's true. That's very true. You, you watch people on ESPN do this for hours a day. Hours on end. Stephen A. Smith made a living off of this. Yes, we're just in literally. The, in the trenches at Biola. We're... We're getting sponsor it. us, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I don't think those are the four best teams, though. Okay, is it because? Okay, let's hear your let's hear Jeff Wilson's top four teams. Top four teams. How about if both? Let's do that. TCU and USC lose. Let's do back and forth. Let's let's do if they win and let's do if they lose. Okay, give me a give me a scenario. Okay, first scenario. Give me what what happens Friday. Give me what happens Friday. On Friday. Actually, no. Yeah, give me both. Okay, let's let's do this. Let's just 
do you and me both agree that Georgia and Michigan are the top one, two yes. teams in the country? Yes. Okay, let's just leave those there, and we'll do TCU and USC. Okay, first scenario, let's say TCU wins, USC loses. TCU what, are you, what are you wins? doing if you're the committee? One Georgia, two Michigan, three TCU, and then you're gonna put Ohio four State. Ohio four. State. Okay. Maybe who's in the SEC championship? LSU and Georgia. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be LSU. They've lost three times. They're not gonna get down there. I'd put. Yeah, I'd put TCU. Maybe it would be a stretch to put Ohio State at three. I think I would be a stretch love, to put them at four. I would. Four. I would a uh, four. I really think it'd be what? a stretch to put them at four. You would rather who would you see? Who would you rather see in there? TCU. I would keep TCU at three. Oh wait, they, assume, we. This is assuming that they win. This is assuming that TCU wins. Okay, I, yeah. Keep, I would keep them at three. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You bump them, bump them down the four, and you put Ohio State at three. That's a stretch. I think that's a stretch. I think that's a huge stretch. I think it's a stretch to put them in over USC. Honestly, even if USC loses. They have two losses. Fair. They're gonna have two losses Fair. against a Utah team, and it's just apples to apples that's gonna come down to. It's just we've seen t- we've seen this before where a team sneaks in like that. Great, yeah. it's not gonna make people happy, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, think about this. Hold on, <laughs> this isn't gonna happen. But how crazy would it be if USC lost, TCU barely wins? barely wins ohio state moves up to three and they play michigan again that would be crazy how crazy would that be that would be crazy but if okay i take back what i said about usc that's just like my biased opinion the committee there's no way if usc loses they're done yeah 100 percent. yeah it's okay to admit that yeah no 100 percent. especially losing to the same opponent twice yeah and, oh, and, and not being I, I didn't even factor in that and not being a conference champion yeah i think so here we go. I want to, before we kind of end off, I want to do this. TCU wins. USC wins. The the top four set. 100%. Ohio State says they don't want to be in the Rose Bowl, which is which it makes sense. Give me Ohio State and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, that would be fun. That will get more watch. That will get more viewership, I think, than any of the top four teams playing. 100%. Because... First of all, Alabama and Ohio State fans are going to be super that frustrated that their teams aren't in the playoffs. an electric game. No, literally. Two amazing fan bases that are going to be super upset that their teams are in the playoffs, and they'll just be playing for pride at that at that moment. The Sugar Bowl is one of my favorite bowls. It's just so much more atmospheric vibes and fear factor in what could actually happen. The sugar, It just brings that... I don't even have the word. You can't, I can't even describe it of how traditionally it's two very, very is. passionate college football yes. fan bases. I love, I will always turn on the sugar bowl game. I will always turn on. Cause it's usually a good team. 100%. They're not going to put a bad team in there. They're not going to put Oregon state in there. No, they're not going to put them in there. <laughs> yeah, that's disrespectful. They're not Oregon put state just be in Oregon. <laughs> it is I almost part of me wants the TC and USC to win out. Just so you can watch Ohio State. Just so State I can watch Ohio Bama. State versus Alabama. Oh, so you're scared about Granted, them being in the here's playoffs. the game. But hold on. Hold on. Ohio State and Alabama play. Bryce Young and CJ Stroud may not play in that game. Oh. Because they're both draft eligible for next year. Very true. So that could make the game even better. Yes. But 
then again, like if they do play, then that's kind of like a it's would definitely patent their Heisman resume, their pedigree. The Heisman's already chosen. You think it's Caleb Williams? No, no, no. It's already chosen by the time. Oh, yes, true. It's, oh, it's very true, the very of the true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll already be determined. That's true. I think. Then, but, they, then they'd be playing for who's a higher draft pick potentially. That could that could be true. Yeah. That could I mean, be obviously, like, draft evaluators aren't going to base that off a single game. You know, it's all about projectability, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, that definitely, like, puts a case. Because these two are going to be going back and forth in the NFL for probably, if their careers are going how they are now, for probably a pretty long time. Who do you think uh, picks before who? Who do you think goes before Bryce who? Bryce Young, I think. I think so, too. But also, he's his size, he's a small quarterback. He is. But honestly, that kind of hasn't really mattered traditionally. It, not traditionally, but like in recent years with Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, et cetera, et cetera. Like size is starting not to really be a huge factor, especially when you have a, such a quick and like explosive quarterback like Bryce Young. And he's got a pretty big arm for his size, too. I agree. I think Stroud's a better passer though. Yeah, he can put some, he can put some footballs in some crazy spots. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely. I think it'll be very close. I think obviously, no doubt, first round draft picks, both of them, easily. I think it'll. Be, I think they could be late first rounders. Maybe that could also be true. Honestly, there's a lot of really young quarterbacks in the league right now. There are and on, on some pretty like not amazing teams. What are what are what's the percentage of a top five quarterback doing well in the draft and doing well in the in NFL? The NFL. I can't. It's I guarantee you it's a forty percent <laughs> success rate if you're getting drafted like that. I agree. That. I mean, even if you just look back at the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Lawrence still has yet to prove himself. He's I yeah he's he he's very projectable. He's very projectable. Obviously, Zach Wilson's having some issues right now. Um, I don't think Fields was a top five pick, was he? He was twelve. Yeah. Okay. Even if we move that How to about the, in first the first round, round, yeah. No, there's a lot of first rounders. First still. round quarterbacks have a lot of pressure on them. Definitely, and there's a lot of them still trying to prove themselves in the league. Like we just talked about, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields is starting to really make a case for himself. Too bad he just got injured, shoulder injury hindering him. Ugh. Um. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, there's Stroud and uh and Bryce Young I think will fit right in with um the rest of the young quarterbacks in the league right now trying to prove themselves. I think so too. It's going to be a quality match. I hope that Ohio State gets in. You know what? I'm looking at this and Caleb Williams has more passing yards than CJ Stroud. Yeah, Williams is such a Who do we passer. look Oh, no, Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young is nowhere to be found in the top 15. Ugh. So in passing yards, at yeah, least. that matters. <laughs> it matters. Yeah, I think that's why I think my argument stands of CJ Stroud being a better passer, and that's the only reason oh. why I think oh CJ Stroud could be drafted over him. Yeah, after hearing those numbers, because I had no idea. After hearing those numbers, I definitely agree with. Obviously, the numbers agree that CJ Stroud's a much better passer. Too bad Caleb Williams wasn't in this year's draft class. That would be quite the trifecta of quarterbacks right there. He's got one, how many one years? More year. One more year. One more year. He's a sophomore. Yeah, that's he's, right. He's young. It, it, I mean, dude, this time last year, not this time. He was already a starter by this time. Yeah. But last year, the beginning of the year, Spencer Rattler was starting over him. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's nuts. He's dude, coming uh, alive too, Rattler. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Can you guess who leads college football in passing? You will. You you would. I I would give you so much money if you actually guessed this. <laughs> is it a power? Is he in the power five? Yes. 
I'll give you five five questions, not counting that one. Okay. Okay. Power five quarterback. Yeah. Is he playing for a conference championship? No. Okay. Is his team is his team ranked? Yes. Are they top ten? Just outside of it. Okay, so top fifteen? Yes. Okay. Oh is he big twelve? No. Is he big ten? No. That's more than five questions. <laughs> so it's gotta be SEC, Pac twelve or ACC. Um Man, I don't uh I'm just gonna say a random I I don't know. I can't Pac twelve school. Okay, Pac twelve school. Does he play for Oregon State? No. Does he play for is it Bo Nix? No. Oh, okay. Um, Bo Nix is twelfth. Is he is it um Dor is it Dorian Thompson? No. No. You give up? Yeah, it's tell me. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Big tw- uh, Michael Penix Jr. of Washington. He yeah, has 4,300 yards. That. Wow. How about, how about touchdowns? No, never mind. You're not going to get this. He's It's a guy from Houston. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, no. What, or, even, what even conference is Houston in? Um, I don't know. Who they're knows? good at basketball, though. They're a hoop school. That's another topic for another day. We'll be talking about them around March. Yeah, we'll (laughs) be talking about them around March. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. Keep tuning in. Go listen to our past episodes. Go listen to our episode with Robert Anthony Cruz, with Taylor Justice, Savannah Banana Guy, TikTok Guy. We'll have much more. We have a lot of great interviews coming up, too. A lot more content in the future. A lot of more content in the future. We'll be posting on social media more often. But thank you guys for tuning in. Take care. We'll see you. Thank you.